Yes, that is an, the anticipation, Sakina, that there shouldn't be any schooling. At any rate, schooling has to take place in an environment that is conducive for it to take place. But where we are now at Limpopo, I don't think we can say that the environment is conducive for learning and teaching to take place. As you have already mentioned clearly that there are issues around the LTSM delivery. But our main gripe on this uh, 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 action is about something called the personnel management framework. Uh, you'll recall that Limpopo for the past few years was placed under Section 101A of our Constitution, later converted to 1B and later converted to 1A. But currently, last year, the Executive Council in Limpopo decided to place the Education Department and some other departments under Section 18 of the Public Finance Management Act. In essence, what it means, again, is that the personal function from the Department of Education can be operated solely by the Department of Education. There has to be concurrence between both the, the, the provincial treasury and the Department of Education. In as much as it might have been done for good reasons, but we think that the after effects of that has led us to where we are now, where we had teachers for over nine months not being paid. We have a number of outstanding payments. There was just a pile-up in terms of payments, pile-up in terms of appointment of educators and the like, and it has led us to where we are now. We try to engage with all the offices, that one of the premier, that one of the provincial treasury, and uh, there were commitments made, but commitments not fulfilled. Uh, and therefore, that is where we are now. We think that if the boardroom can solve it, then perhaps when we go and flex our muscles in the streets, we can be able to get the satisfaction of joy. And what if you don't get your uh, preferred outcome on this matter? What will you do then? Will you stay out of class indefinitely? Yes, that's why we said no, no. For now, we just go in there and we are trying to be as reasonable as possible. We're trying to nudge them. But if all else fails, Sagina, there is no way we are a trade union movement we shall have to escalate our action. What form and content it will take, uh, maybe we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. So why couldn't this be done after school hours? Look, Sakina, there's never perfect timing for any industrial action. There's never been. Late last year, we held up when we were supposed to go and march. And we had a lot of pileups at that time. There was a lot of agitation. There was a lot of anger from our structures and members. But we said, no, 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 we can't do it because it was in the middle of examinations. Let us allow the examination to run smoothly and let us find another time when we can go out and, 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 and express our frustrations. And indeed, we think this is the time where we don't have to wait for another nine months, eight months until people are not being paid and then we say we want to go on the streets again. So, so we think there's never been a perfect timing. I think it's a small price to pay compared to the number of challenges that we are experiencing. If you tell that to a parent in Limpopo who has to wake up on the first schooling day without the LTSM at the school and having to scrape through their last cent to just go and buy stationery for their kids. If you tell that to teachers who have spent over 10 months until we have to approach the labor court on an urgent basis in December, uh, wherein we got a court order that compels the department to do what to ask. It's, it's, a, it's an ordinary job that they should have been done doing a long time ago. So, so those and a constellation of a number of these challenges has forced our hands into doing what we are doing. And we think it's just a novel task that we are doing. A question here from one of our listeners wants to know, are your children going to school today? Whose 
children are, are those because teachers are from the working class. Uh, predominantly, they have their teachers in the schools where they teach. That, 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 that is the case. But, you know, some people just decide to become uh, 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 that way and just accuse educators that all educators have got their children going to other schools. And we are saying we are calling for a total shutdown of all schools in the province uh, where we are organizing as, 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 as party. And therefore, we believe that all our members in whatever form of the school, because the impression is that such is not organized in the private schools. We are already penetrating there, and I can tell you that we are making a large footprint in most of the uh, 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 private schools around our place here. So, so very soon there won't be even that distinction of saying uh, certain schools will be going on and other schools, uh, uh, it is business as usual. It can't happen any longer. We are making a penetration, serious one. Are your children going to school today, Mr. Jebane? My children, uh, it doesn't even have to be reduced into an individual. But if you want that, my children won't be going to school, all of them. They won't be going to school today. That, 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 that's the long and the short of it. Thank you so much. Uh, that was Deputy Secretary of Satu in Limpopo, Mr. Soel Jebani.